0: This is the Shenandoah Down Under podcast. In the final days of the American Civil War, the CSS Shenandoah set out on an epic year-long secret mission. Join your Australian hosts, Robert Love and Michael O'Brien, as they follow the last Confederate cruiser on its quest to find and sink the Yankee whaling fleet, wherever on the high sea they may find them. And hello, and this is
1: Shenandoah Down Under, or Confederate Pirates Save the Wales, with a Robin Mob, a Robert Love, and Michael O'Brien. I'm Rob. And I'm Mob. Well, it's a, it's a very nice and sunny day here in, uh, in Pleasant, uh, Pleasant Blackburn South, Michael, and you are back from your, your foreign, um, foreign travels. Yes,
0: I'm sitting here shivering, actually, because it was 43 degrees in, uh, in Abu Dhabi a few days ago, and it's not 43
1: degrees here. No, no, it's not 40 degrees, 3 degrees here. It's probably about um, oh, 15 or 16 well, degrees. Well, it's
0: getting closer to what it was for the Shenandoah crew 150 years ago. I, I,
1: I was, a, a good segue there, Michael, yes. because I was just about to say that uh, while it is you know, sunny but chilly here in, in lovely Blackburn South, uh, in the Ockhot Sea um, 150 years ago, uh, it would have been below freezing.
0: Yes, but um, something 's about to happen which is going to warm their cockles. <laughs> shall we say
1: warm the cockles of the uh, of the shenandoah 's heart so um, uh, so we, we finished up our story last week on the twenty seventh of May uh uh-huh. at at which point the the crew of the Shenandoah were as, as they seemed to spend quite a lot of time during the voyage, bemoaning that they hadn 't seen a, a Yankee sail in in quite some time. Well, on the, the 28th of May 1865, to quote from uh, The Officers of the CSS Shenandoah by Angus Curry. Which Hold are, up to the microphone. Uh, I'm holding up to the microphone and I'm riffling the pages. I, I had some feedback that riffle isn't in fact a word. So, um, Well, it is now. I think we've
0: put it into the lexicon and you've riffled well.
1: <laughs> so, um, to quote from Angus Curry. On 27 May, the fog lifted to reveal floating ice and an American bark. The vessel. Hey.
0: Hey. So, um, just before that, they haven't seen anything since they left Ponape, have they? They, they're uh, no, pretty I, I much think unhappy uh, about it.
1: Yeah, they would be very unhappy about that. I, I think they did. They did pass by a couple of ships, but they were they were determinedly not, yeah. not Yankees. So it's been, um, yeah, but. Four weeks, during which time they've gone from 100 Fahrenheit uh, temperatures, which is about, you know, 38, 39 Celsius, down to, um, you know, Below 32, so below zero Celsius. That's
0: pretty chilly. Anyway, I've, I've interrupted you, Flo. I'll let you get back to your riffling. Off you go, Rod. On
1: 27 May, the fog lifted to reveal floating ice and an American bark. The vessel was on the opposite side of a large ice floe, which was inhabited by a colony of seals that surgeon lining longed to catch in order to get a skin. That, that makes surgeon lining sound a bit uh, a bit like Maturin, the, uh, the, the naturalist uh, doctor. In um in the Aubrey and Matcher and Master and Commander novels, but um maybe he just wanted a seal skin for the folks back home who or,
0: or you know to drink a skinful <laughs> oh no, that comes later spoilers oh, spoilers no, 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 no,
1: no. um, as the CSS Shenandoah carefully negotiated its way around the ice field, the Union ship approached the cruiser in the most unsuspecting manner, thinking we were an American whaler. And that he would gam with us. Now, um, I have to say, I have no idea whether my pronunciation of the word gam is, uh, is correct or not. It's, uh, spelt G-A-M-M-E. And, um, gee, it's good when you actually get to know your primary sources, because I can tell that Angus Curry was quoting from, um, the, the diary of, um, Mr. Midshipman Mason, who we've been following very much uh, in in recent times, because uh, uh, due to his habit of making himself pants and um, and reading and reading some excellent nineteenth uh, century novels, she came up to us in the most uns- unsuspecting manner, thinking we were an American whaler, and he was gam gam with us. Um, this word, by the way, needs translation, for I hardly think it could be found in Webster's dictionary. It is a word peculiar to Yankee whalers. When two of them meet at sea and communicate with each other, they call it gamming. For instance, you often see in their logs, gammed with such and such a ship. But return to return to my story, the captain of the Abigail bore down with the intention of gamming with us... We had hoisted the Russian man-of-war flag, which we kept up until he was within three or four hundred yards of us, when we replaced the Russian by the Confederate ensign, firing the usual blank cartridge to heave him to, which he did without delay. Coming down before the wind, he passed close under our stern. We having backed our main yards and come to with his four top sails of the mast in a very handsome manner and uh, before i go any further i should also say that what what gamming actually is so gamming was basically the the method of uh, of i guess applied socialism that the uh, the whaling captains use so um when they would uh when, when they would gam they would um share information as to where the whales had been found across the world and um you know it was the uh, way that uh, while they were in competition with these other for the whales, it was such a big job finding them that they really needed to, to share this information.
0: So they they have
1: caught they have caught their prize.
0: Now um, and, and once again done it without uh really having to be too uh too violent by just simply firing their signal gun. Well look like this box of blanks has got a <laughs> got a lot of use so far. Um and it's, the ship is called the Abigail, I believe. The,
1: the ship is indeed called uh, called the Abigail. Now,
0: now,
1: um, we're going to use a few sources for the, the capture of the Abigail. But um, uh, there was not a whole lot of oil upon the Abigail. So again, to, to quote from uh, Mr. Midshipman Mason from 28th May 1865. Our friend had not been lucky having caught but one whale, a small one, which made but 20 barrels of oil. Um, He had a good stock of provisions on board.
0: Uh, That's an understatement.
1: Uh, The latter came in very well as we were much in want of grog.
0: Well, I think that uh, the Abigail was not just up there for whaling, was it? I think they were doing other purposes as well. Well, um,
1: if if they were up up there for whaling... um, uh, they had a lot of very peculiar supplies. Now, again, um, to get to, I believe you have a list from Angus Curry
0: of of what the what the Abigail had on board. Yes. Uh, apart from the twenty b- barrels of oil, also on board the whaler was a, was what is described here as a large quantity of liquor, and I think that's an understatement, belonging to the captain. Go. This included some fifty barrels, each holding fifty five gallons. Of whiskey and of gin and of rum and of brandy, as well as approximately a hundred and eighty dozen bottles of assorted spirits, wines, and ciders. Well, that's, I, I do
1: like a good cider myself. It, it, it does have to well, be. Well, there was
0: uh, that was in amongst the hundred and eighty dozen
1: uh, bottles. Now, now, look, look, just getting just getting back to the barrels. Okay, so that's. Um, uh, two thousand, fifty times fifty is two thousand five hundred gallons. Um, now, look, I do realize the American gallon is different to the to the British gallon, but I, I still think that that's about, um, ten thousand litres of of
0: spirits. Yes. That's, that's. Well, that's good because as it's described here, we were in much want of grog. I think that's what, uh, Mr. Mason said.
1: Well, now, now, you see, Mr. Mason, um, uh, if we've been reading through his diary in the last few weeks he was in fact in charge of mixing the grog um when mm-hmm. he when he was on watch and i think probably um they they, they would give that uh, that job to a um, a person of, of sober and uh, abstemious habits of which um, yeah mr mason gives gives lots of evidence in his diary of being a, a rather rather solid citizen um but now, so they, 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 they did want some grog, but I think, I think this is the point, they didn't want that much grog.
0: Yes, uh, Curry does, describes here as that the capture of the Abigail was more than just a relief, because they were very excited about their first capture, it almost proved to be a disaster. So that, uh, initially they brought over a small quantity of this grog. But I think once the crew on board the Shenandoah had realized that there was this liquor wonderland awaiting them on the other ship, it proved almost impossible from our men uh, getting it it's It's described there by uh, Lieutenant Chu, and he would know wouldn't he well um, uh,
1: now again uh, to, to quote uh, to quote from Sea of Gray, which is uh, another of the the secondary sources that uh, we've been using. Um, uh, during our um during our podcast and again uh, oh another good we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do some riffling um now so uh, he tells a very very similar story um but even before the barrels came aboard the raider they proved a problem the first prize party sent to the abigail to bring over the barrels failed to resist the temptation to sample their contents when that first party failed to return, a second prize party rode over to the bark, but its members oh, I too. can see
0: where this is going, Rob <laughs> <laughs>
1: But but its members too soon fell into a similar revelry. Afterwards a third prize party yielded to the same temptation. In brief, Cornelius Hunt recalled, I think it was the most general and stupendous spree I ever witnessed. There was not a dozen sober men on board except the prisoners, and had these not been ironed, it might have proved a dearly brought frolic.
0: Wow. I love the idea of keep continuously sending <laughs> boarding parties to not having them, uh, having them return. And in fact, I think there were even some crew that were disappointed they weren't part of the boarding parties because one of them uh, actually jumped overboard, didn't he? Uh, oh, uh, boy, William Swanton, who I think was a, uh, a ship's carpenter. He deliberately jumped overboard and had to be hauled in and lashed to the bottom of the boat. Uh, others managed to smuggle liquor on board the Confederate cruiser, which caused hell to play General M- generally among the crew. And so, uh, the first officer, Mister Whittle, was v- very busy tricing up and gagging uh, assorted crew for, for drunkenness. And it even got to the point where one of the uh, one of the officers got into trouble too.
1: Well, uh, now uh, I think. Um Again, um, going back to, to Mason's account, um, one evil consequence of this capture was that with so much liquor laying around in every direction, it was impossible to keep it from the men. Had it merely been the men who became intoxicated, it would not have been so bad. But I regret to say that some few of the officers committed themselves, one an Irishman of mean birth who was our youngest engineer, but a low blackguard; the carpenter and boatswain, both of them Englishmen, all of, all of these fellows we were obliged to appoint at the commencement of the cruise for the want of others. The carpenter Mr. Lynch behaved so badly that the captain confined him in irons and actually had him triced up and gagged. An everlasting disgrace for an officer, but such men of these, those have neither pride, principle or honour. They have joined us when we were forced to take them simply for mercenary motives, and only serve to disgrace us and discredit our cause. Wonderful to say, the gunner, who is the worst of the party, did not get drunk on this occasion. I have no patience with such canaille, for they are a disgrace—most emphatically a disgrace—to the uniform they wear. Now, look, they are strong words, but um, as I recall, so these these are officers that they had to recruit, you know, appoint as officers at sea. Back at the beginning of the cruise, but um, as I recall, back at the beginning of the cruise, Captain Waddell was uh, up on the deck of the Laurel, and um, didn't he have a basket of of a, a bucket of gold sovereigns brought up? And didn't he yes, lift up the gold sovereigns and, and and pour you know pour them between his fingers and uh, and shovel them in the gold? I I actually think it's a little bit rich that when you have offered um, people gold to to you know. To join your service That you then
0: complain that they have only joined for the money So they were actually recruited uh, As you say on on board the deck An even bigger disgrace was the fact that uh, One of their homegrown southern officers Lieutenant Scales Was suspended for the same offence Lieutenant Debney Minor Scales Yes, Yes, yes He had secretly brought aboard a beaker of whiskey Which he'd hidden in the Captain captain's clerk's room until he could draw it off if you remember uh captain waddell didn't rate scales no uh, very highly so this was he
1: he didn't rate him very high in the scale
0: (laughs) (laughs) and this was a great way to then just say well you know this proves everything that i've said all along and uh so scales had actually been put in charge of the prize. So this was an even bigger disgrace that then he'd secretly bought this booze on board. Oh dear! And for that he was suspended. So he he lost his rank for a, a period of time.
1: Uh, so he was like uh, again in the Aubrey-Maturin novels when um, Captain Jack Aubrey is is sent uh, sent back before the mast for for his various
0: sins. And yes, uh, the and only difference back. is it, it appears here that he was only sent back before the mast for two days because. Yes, so uh, by uh, Wednesday, May 31st, uh, Mr Whittle has noted that he's back on duty again. Well, that's
1: a little bit like being flogged with a wet letter. So I I think if you take command of of a prize um, to to try and stop the men from, from looting all the grog, and you then enthusiastically loot some grog yourself... Um, to be suspended as an officer for for two days.
0: Yeah, that's 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 not very uh, not very strong punishment, particularly when you've got guys gagged and triced and everything else. All around you
1: i look I, I think it, it again goes back to in the South it, it wasn 't about you know it was it was about who you were, so um, yes. and, and also you know again I, I, Lieutenant Scales would be expected to feel keenly his disgrace and and uh, now, now Tom Chaffin also gives uh, among the the people who uh, did not remain sober. Um, our old friend, Assistant Surgeon McNulty, who um, went native in Williamstown and had to be retrieved from uh, from the bars the of Williamstown.
0: A pharmacist, I believe.
1: That, <laughs> no, no, that, that was Lieutenant Chew. Oh, that said. was Lieutenant Chu. Oh, I'm sorry. I have, I have, yeah, I have no further need of drugs. Anyway, so for four days. So again, so, okay, so the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st of May. Basically, there was general drunkenness um, aboard the ship. There was
0: even, uh, it's noted um, in Curry's book, uh, Surgeon Lining had talked about this, that smoking was going on in the engine room.
1: Well, sorry, isn't that the sort of thing that can.
0: can... Uh, Make the ship blow up, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially drunk people smoking in in the engine room.
0: So I I think that generally indicates that there'd been a complete breakdown of discipline on board.
1: Uh, And and also, again, not just a complete uh, breakdown of discipline, but um, uh, just before we were talking that um, Lieutenant Scales had hidden his beaker of whiskey in the office of the Captain's Clerk. And uh, the Captain's Clerk was um, also uh, punished by, by Captain Waddell. Uh, and the captain's clerk responded that he was not responsible for informing on the officers. So basically, he, he went and, um, and told all of the officers that um, Captain Waddell had wanted him to inform upon them. Uh, Waddell then had to stringently deny that he had done any such thing. But um, I think, again, that's a, that's a very, very Captain Quiggish, uh kind of moment that uh, a complete breakdown of the relations between the captain, who, mind you, had already said that these young officers were were, were not much chop, uh, and the officers who,
0: um, you yeah,
1: did, did not agree.
0: It's interesting to con- contrast it to what Captain uh, Raphael Sims of the Alabama did. Oh, OK. In a similar circumstance, because he too had issues where um, they'd captured ships with booze on board. And he'd actually noted um, in his own uh, journals... That the men could not be trusted with anything in the world but rum or whiskey, which I think is a really <laughs> interesting way of putting it. Um, the way he solved it is a little bit different. He simply beat to quarters, which meant, you know, all the men had to go and stand at their stations as if they were in battle stations. Yes. And most seamen, sober or otherwise, would respond. And anyone that wasn't was clapped in irons. Yeah. And I think that's 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 a good way to separate those who can hold their liquor and, and those who can't. So, once again, a uh, comparison between Captain Waddell of the Shenandoah and his hero, uh, or, or he that uh, perhaps he was jealous of, Captain Raphael Semmes, and I think Waddell comes up short. Well, mind you. Waddell was the only person who still remained in command of his vessel at the, at the end of the war,
1: but um, he does have that yes. he, he does have that now but again there's, there's another question that is raised by by this whole incident, which was was why Captain Nye of the Abigail had such heroic quantities of of booze, and um, one of the because uh, again, a lot of the a lot of the barrels of booze were labelled for medicinal use only. So uh-huh. so clearly he'd gone to sea with some fairly weak sisters because um, they needed ten thousand litres of uh, <laughs> of medicinal use. But um, again, there's um, a number of sources mention a, a something that can't be proven, but a, a very strong supposition was that uh, a he was selling the liquor to his own men and crew. So so quite possibly that meant at, at the end of your your four years cruise whaling. Your crew could, in fact, probably end up owing you money, um, but also um, it was very probably for for trading for trading with the Inuit. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, they would they would be uh, you know going into uh, into local communities of, of of Inuit in the Sea of Okhotsk, and. Um, Trading them liquor for whatever they had, which was presumably uh, you know, epic amounts of, uh, of seal skins, like, mm-hmm. like the ones that uh, that lining wanted. So
0: um, you can say this captain's very enterprising, then, because you know the number of whales has been going down; they've been harder to find. So he's diversified. He, he's, yes, he's, he's diversified
1: in, into local trading. Yes, yeah, it's it's kind of like I, I visited a, a farm homestay up in up in northern New South Wales over Christmas, where they. Um, the, the, the farming is now basically an appendage of the tourism operation. Uh-huh. So I think, I think in this case, and, and probably poor Captain Nye, he probably wanted to keep on killing whales, but he just took a, a bit of liquor along one trip and, and realised that it helped things. And, and, and uh, before you knew it,
0: he had 10,000
1: litres. T- yeah, 10,000 10, litres of strictly medicinal purposes, alcohol, and uh, you know, I think the whole thing by then had, had got out of hand. So really, you can say that the crew of the Shenandoah staged an intervention. Although it was, to a certain extent, an intervention where they, where they you know, drank all of the liquor themselves.
0: So perhaps not a terribly successful intervention. So the Abigail was duly condemned. Yes. It was uh, given a value of $25,000. I wonder how much of that was, <laughs> was in booze. Uh, some 35 prisoners were taken on board. And after about four days, uh, it took about four days to get discipline back in order. Yes. And I guess we then have for the next week a crew with uh, very sore oh, heads. With,
1: with with massive hangovers.
0: Yes, yes. Well, um
1: now um now just now just a quick um to go back to Mr. Mason's last uh, last entry where he called um called his fellow uh fellow sailors um Canal. Now um I, I looked up canal and oh, yeah? it's 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 French because okay. um, every time mr mason is saying anything that uh, you know is a little bit controversial he, 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 he
0: switched to the old french and is... it's
1: from the latin cane or carne i don't know how it's pronounced which is dog so basically he called them a pack of dogs so oh. it, it literally means dogs but metaphorically it means the common rabble so um, harsh it, words it, it is harsh words and anyway so um, mr mason uh, finishes that th- that is his entry from the 28th there is then no entry Till June the first, I think he he could, there is no mention of his fellow officer Debney Scales being caught with a uh, a big flask of liquor in the uh, in the captain 's class quarters. He draws a dignified silence. Until we get to Thursday, June the first, I think this is where um, Mason is drawing a line under all that.
0: So, uh, probably for the best. Probably for you the know, best. They're very lucky, looking at uh, what the weather was like at the time, that everything was a dead calm. Well, In that four days I think if a storm had come up They would have been in a lot of trouble
1: Yeah, although I, I, you do get the impression That 19th century sailors were, were quite used to uh, you know, Navigating storms while drunk But but still, <laughs> yes, it, it, it would not have been a good thing
0: So, uh, in fact, on, the, on that fourth day um, The sun rose at 3am and set at 9pm oh, yeah. And then there's twilight till 10.30pm So we had hardly any darkness at all and finally everyone was back in a good humour and happy and Lieutenant Chu found amusement in feeding the seagulls while other officers decided to use the birds as pistol targets. <laughs> oh! Okay, okay. Anyway. Um, so, uh,
1: this is from, from Mason's Diary, uh, Thursday, June the 1st. A most beautiful day, clear and mild, the finest day we have yet seen in the Okhotsk Sea. At daylight this morning, land was made due north, being the coast of Siberia. Um, Smith, Lee and myself had the morning watch and we had a great discussion about the distance of the land. I went down to report it to the captain and told him it was about 10 or 15 miles off he said that according to the reckoning it must be 60 or 70 miles distant and this afterwards proved to be the case for a being calm we lowered propeller and steamed up to within 30 miles of it the ship is now in latitude 38 north higher than i ever had the pleasure of getting before so Yes, so the air is so clear up up near up near Siberia that you can see seventy miles uh, across wow. to, across to the land. Um, mind you, I, I think that something that would possibly you know make the the air less clear would be if if somebody say for instance burnt a whole lot of a bunch of whaling ships. But uh, yes, yes. <laughs> funny about that. And um, now. Um, uh, did a bit of a, a, bit of a temperature check on Sakhalin Island. So I'm, I'm not sure if what they saw was, um, Sakhalin Island or, in fact, the, the main coast of, uh, of Russia. But in fact, um, Sakhalin Island today, um, from Yahoo Weather, and it isn't great that we've got these resources these days, but, um, the current temperature in, again, uh, very much forgive my pronunciation, Yuzno Sakhalinsk is currently 11 Celsius. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current temperature in beautiful Blackburn South is at the moment eleven point five Celsius. Ah. So, uh, uh, Michael and my uh, our wives just went out on the back deck, and uh, because so that we could get on with our recording, and uh, they said they they said to me, uh, "Is it pleasant out there?" And I said to them, "Well, it's warmer than Russia." So. so. <laughs> So there you go. But my dear, yeah, it, it, it is the middle of summer up in Russia. So and, and the forecast for the for the next few days is not going to be quite so pleasant uh, tomorrow. The high of 44 Fahrenheit, seven degrees Celsius and a low of 38 Fahrenheit, uh, three degrees Celsius. So it certainly is going to be getting a bit chilly up in Russia and it's certainly going to be getting even more chilly. Up towards the Arctic Circle, yes, which is where they're headed. Which, which is where, which, which is going to be where they're headed next. So, um, well, this has this has been a a, a very. Uh, I feel
0: like I feel <laughs> like celebrating today's episode with a drink, Rob. Uh, yes,
1: <laughs> I, I think I think. Uh, Actually, I was about to say a, a gallon of whiskey, but I I, I can't imagine any circumstances under, in which a gallon of whiskey would be a good thing. But, Probably um, not. But uh, yes, yeah, I, I'll. So and, then, and, and maybe even a, a small cider might be uh, not quite warranted, given it's twelve fifteen on a Wednesday, so so it is a school day. But uh, anyway, to, to our listeners, this this might possibly be a a day to to toast toast the, the Shenandoah and the Abigail. Why not? Um, yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe Captain Nye of the, of the Abigail was an ancestor of Bill Nye, the science guy. So he was <laughs> Captain Nye, the liquor guy. Uh, so yes, yeah, so th- this, this might be the, uh, you yeah, this might be the time to, to have a dram of, uh, your choice of either, uh, you know, brandy, whiskey, bourbon, gin, or perhaps a, a nice mixture of, uh, of all of them. So to all of our listeners, uh, this has been, uh, Shenandoah Dad Under or Confederate. But, Pirates Save the Whale with Rob and Mob
0: of Robert Love and Michael O'Brien. I'm Rob. And I'm Mob and Tally Ho. And ahoy.